I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for January 8th. Today is both a celebration of the technological advances of the Tyrell Corporation and a condemnation of the chaos that they've caused. For today marks the anniversary of the inception date of the most notorious replicant ever, Roy Batty. Now, it's always a little difficult to capture how we feel about replicants, or skin jobs, as your drunk uncle likes to call them. On one hand, they look, sound, and act just like us regular humans, but from a functional standpoint, they're not much different than the spinner you take to work every day, or a forklift, or a vacuum cleaner. Although the major difference is, most vacuum cleaners won't go on a murderous killing spree. Which brings us to Roy Batty, the de facto leader of a group of Nexus 6 replicants that killed a bunch of people on an off-world colony, and hitched a ride back to Earth to get a longer lease on life. See, Nexus 6's, if you remember, had a hard limit of four years to live after Inception. Uh, Old Tyrell always claimed it was a safety mechanism, that it kept them from gaining empathy, adapting, and becoming indistinguishable from regular humans. However, I'm pretty sure it was a financial decision, forcing people to buy a new one every four years. I mean, the Nexus 6 was the most advanced replicant at the time, you can't make any money on it if it lasts forever. Anyway, Roy's replicant mutiny led to the law forbidding replicant existence on Earth, aside from the factory where they're created. According to the law, replicants are not human and therefore have no rights. And of course, replicants that defy the law are hunted by the special police units that we know as Blade Runners. Replicants are identified by something called a Voigt-Kampf test, which according to my research has something to do with turtles. Roy Batty made the most of his four short years. He did a lot of questionable things or extraordinary things, depending on who you ask. So, what happened to Roy? Find out after the break. Born on this day in London in 1908, stage and film actor William Hartnell, who would find his greatest fame on television as the very first Doctor Who. For most of his life, Roy was a model replicant, so to speak. He did his job without question, and he was excellent at it. Unfortunately for the poor souls he left in his wake, Roy was a combat model, so the job he was so good at was basically killing a lot of people. Seems like a little foresight by the Tyrell Corporation could have prevented some pretty obvious ways that creating combat replicants would end poorly, but that's neither here nor there. Well, one day, Roy and a few of his fellow replicants decided that four years to live wasn't quite long enough, So they murdered 23 people, hijacked a shuttle, and returned to Earth to find a way to extend their lives. On their journey of enlightenment, they killed several Tyrell employees, including Tyrell himself, all the while finding their own numbers dwindling as they were being hunted by legendary Blade Runner Rick Deckard. Basically, by coming back here and stirring the pot, not only did they fail to find a way to extend their lives, but they basically ended up just finding an easy way to shorten them. Of course, the Tyrell Corporation insists that replicants aren't killed, they're retired. But it's safe to say you won't see any poolside in Boca Raton. Eventually, it all came down to Deckard and Batty on a rooftop, and while we don't know the specifics, because Deckard either talks over everything or barely talks, depending on how he's feeling that day, Batty never came back down alive. Roy Batty was a monster, sure, but 
It's almost a shame, in a way. After all, Batty was deployed all over the place. Jupiter, the shoulder of Orion, the Tannhauser Gate. Roy Batty must have seen some pretty amazing things. Things we wouldn't believe. But now, those moments are all lost, like... Uh, I don't know. I'm no good at metaphors. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for January 8th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.